we did a video, Gracie, myself, and Chunky, on high body count, and obviously there was a lot of passionate responses, shall I say. And so obviously we've got Gracie here and her mom, Jen, and so we were discussing this earlier, and so we wanted to talk about it. So you had some thoughts. Would you care to share? Yeah, well... Um... A lot of the responses were kind of talking about how body count does matter and how sleeping around can be unhealthy and um, you don't want to be with a woman who has a higher body count. But from my opinion, I think that change is possible and just because there's a number that describes how many people someone has slept with doesn't mean that describes their personality and who they are as a person and how you could connect in a relationship. Um, that's my personal opinion on body count, but I feel like it can go both ways and I understand both sides of the situation, but from my experience and the people I've met, um, I think that it's just a number and you can, take with that number what you want and do as you wish. Yeah. So you, you had a, a girlfriend that was racking him up, right? So one of my friends had broken up with her boyfriend and he, after she was single, he had immediately gotten into a new relationship, which kind of made her feel um, worthless and felt like she wasn't enough for anyone. So she tended to just get with guys who gave her attention and she felt like it gave her the validation that she needed when in reality um she really didn't need to be sleeping with these people she just felt like it was the only thing to like fill the void in her and some people would look at that as oh what a whore she's sleeping with all these men like i don't want her but in reality, she was hurting in the inside and she was just trying to fill whatever like the void with whatever she could and with ever people she could. And it's not her fault. And I don't I wouldn't blame her and I wouldn't not have a relationship with her because of that. I think if you have a problem with a high body count, then you should have a conversation about it and ask them why they did that instead of just immediately jumping to the conclusion that they're a whore. So I think that conversation helps the situation and talking about it and discussing your problems and overcoming it, finding a solution instead of just kicking someone to the curb, you know? Yeah. And I want to know everyone's opinion on the difference between a high body count for females and a high body count for males. And if you think that they're equal or one should have a higher than the other because I feel like everyone has different opinions on that. So. Well, my, my opinion on that is that when you have sex with somebody you don't feel anything for, when you're younger, especially as a guy, your hormones are raging, raging. You want to hook up. You want to either have a girlfriend or whatever. And the reality is finding somebody you really click with and connect with is so rare. And I often use the example of like, how often do you meet a new best friend or somebody you really click with? 
that you connect with on a, a soul type level. And it hardly ever happens. I've found in my experience, you get like one to three of those a decade, maybe just kind of depending on your life path, they come along. And then it's the in-between, the, the other, you know, for guys, the other women that you're going to encounter that she might be cute, she might have a nice body, but the longer she talks, the less interested you become, but you want to get laid. And so you oftentimes communicate that you're more interested than you, than you really are just because you want to hook up, you want to get laid. But I remember having meeting a chick out in a club or whatever and then the next morning she leaving and saying see you later bye and just never seeing her again and for me after enough of those nights you start to recognize that at least for me personally that it was kind of like glorified masturbation because there was no emotional connection no spiritual connection it was just sex and you didn't really feel anything for that other person and even after the sex, you were like kind of glad that they were gone because you really didn't, didn't like them enough to want to hang out with them any other time beyond that. But it's like you have to go through those things. And sometimes after you have a breakup, you want to get back on the horse, you want to get back in the game again. You know, I, I know personally from when I was younger, you break up with, oftentimes a guy breaks up with a woman and she ends up dating two or three of his friends sleeping with them because she's mad or she's pissed off because he dumped her or whatever. So I, I was talking earlier today with Gracie about a, a girl that we used to know that was actually a friend of uh, Andy's and I who we did an earlier podcast about. I remember this is probably going back 12, 13 years ago. We were hanging out in a club one night, and she would get like really drunk, real pretty girl, and then go out on the dance floor and start talking to some random guy, making out with them. And then she'd be hopping in the car and going home and just having sex with them and just racking up the body counts. And I would watch her do that. And I would just watch how she drank. And she just, her whole demeanor, her body language, her physiology was just one of, she just didn't care. It was, you know, she just gave herself away. It was almost like she was looking to feel something. And I remember one time we were all hanging out. She got drunk, hopped on, you know, left with some dude that she met. Then like 20 minutes later, and he's like, we got to go. We got to go pick her up. She's crying. And so, you know, she's 20 minutes on the way back to this dude's house. She was going to go and have another meaningless encounter. And she kind of, you know, realized what she was doing. Or maybe the guy said something. He's kind of weird or whatever. And so we went and met her where, you know, she'd gotten out of the car and we went and picked her up but it's just watching her and as a man watching a woman who just didn't fucking care about herself and just gave herself away to any random dude it's like that's how you get a disease that's how you get knocked up that's how women get raped or bad things happen to them and so it's like me watching that and watching somebody just throw themselves away and share themselves with anybody like they were garbage and they were trash it's so like one of the things that Gracie said in the series of videos we shot was that sleeping around like that is obviously unhealthy. But at the end of the day, you got to get experience. You got to got to know what, like we were talking about earlier, what you like, what you don't like, and you got to have some life experience. But you know, and it's interesting the strong reaction, like we were talking about earlier, 
is guys get really upset with you for what you were saying. And I noticed a lot of the comments, what they were talking about was that their fear was getting with a girl that had a lot of sexual partners and that they'd go through a difficult time in their life. And then she would just screw their best friend or cheat on them or leave them or whatever. And so a lot of it was the vibe was that they didn't feel man enough to keep a girl around. If, in other words, if she had a higher body count than just a, you know, a couple of dudes, maybe a couple of boyfriends or whatever, or maybe she was a virgin that they went through a tough time, she would up and leave them. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot to say about this. Um, are the body counts the same for men as they are for women? Okay. So when they're judging women, are they going out to have sex? Or are they going out to connect and bond with women? Because I feel like women are going out to connect and bond with men. And I feel like men are going out to, to have sex for the most part. And they're judging girls on how many sexual partners they've had. And I feel like women are out judging on the likelihood of them connecting with these guys. So, but the reality is women are more attracted to guys that are popular with other women versus a guy that, a guy that can't get a date versus a dude that lots of the women are trying to, trying to date. You look at somebody like a, a Tom Brady when he's an eligible bachelor. How many guys has Tom Brady, but I mean, how many women has Tom Brady had sex with? I don't know. Probably a lot is my guess. I feel like there's also a difference and a separation between having sex and making love and yeah. your body There's count for making difference. love and your body count for having sex is probably such a different yeah, number. It depends on what are you looking for. Are you looking to go home and have a release? Are you looking to meet somebody and have a connection? Because women are looking for different things and men are different looking for, there, there's lots of different men that have different ideas about what they're looking for at the end of the night. Not all of them are just trying to go home and have sex and just like put that girl in an Uber and send her home. A lot of guys are looking for, I want to meet a cool girl. Like I'd like to really connect with somebody. But for the most part, women I do think are looking for love and validation. I don't think that we're just trying to go home. Like we don't, I feel like in my experience, um, Women we don't leave the house story. saying, I can't wait to have sex with some guy tonight. Like that is just not our goal at all. We're, we're trying to go into the world and fall in love. We want the love story. Like you always say, women want the love story. We're trying to go out and find some guy that's going to sweep us off the, our feet and fall madly in love with us. And we're going to fall all over ourselves trying to do whatever it takes to make this guy fall in love with us. And if, if it's if it's hopping in his bed or whatever it is to please him, we're trying to win him. So I think that's the mindset of women. I'm not saying me personally. I'm just saying women in general. But I think men are looking to find a girl they can take home and have sex with. And if you count the body counts at the end of the night, I think there's a lot of judgment going on how many, what the body count is of the women. But let's just like, Throw it over the let's let's toss that tennis ball over the other side and talk about the body counts of the men because they're doing it too, right? So if we're looking for attachment and emotional connection and guys are just kind of trying to get off and get laid, I 
feel like there's like um, an imbalance, honestly, when it comes to body count. There are women that try, 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 try. They're looking for the validation and looking for that love story. The ones with the daddy issues. They pass, the ones that belong to the They streets. pass it around a lot, and they bounce from man to man to man to man. They're looking for that love story. They're looking, 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 looking. Whatever it takes, they're willing to give it up because they want that. They want to be Cinderella. But the guys are counting. The, they're doing the body count. The guys are looking at the numbers, and she's just going, oh, that one didn't work. This one didn't work. She's not thinking of it in the body count. I honestly don't ask about body count because I don't want to know. That's their business. Yeah, you know? I don't either, yeah. But I don't think women generally do with guys because we just assume that they're experienced always, right? Because guys that you are... Well, the other thing I think was Jordan Peterson was talking about different studies we were talking about later that women that tend to sleep around more or have more partners and are more promiscuous and then they settle down later on is that they don't typically don't stay faithful or they don't stay with they a guy. Bond well. they, yeah, they get married and then they end up divorcing them and they become a single mom and I believe that. I, I would agree with that. And so the other thing it's like a lot of things that I talk to guys about, it's like depending on the kind of relationship they're wanting. It's like if you just want something casual and a casual hookup, it's like that's the kind of woman that belongs to the streets, the kind that you don't want to wife up. And the problems that I see in the phone sessions is way too many dudes are trying to wipe, you know, I say it all the time, it's like trying to turn a hoe into a housewife. If you, you're dating a girl from a broken home and every her dad cheated on her mom, her dad cheated on his subsequent wives, her girlfriend, or vice versa, and her mother did it, and she was never faithful to any of her boyfriends. And the guy's saying, hey, I'm going to be such an awesome guy, awesome boyfriend, awesome husband at We'll live happily ever after, marital bliss. And then he stops working out a few years later. They have a few kids. He gets a little pot belly. Next thing he knows, he finds out his wife is banging the next door neighbor, and and the baby that's on the way is not even his. Once She's they do, looking for the next, the the best. Yeah, so it's like somebody that doesn't come from a, a stable background, where because like it, from my own personal experience as well. Women that had a stable father, stable mother, and the parents had a pretty good relationship where they could communicate and work things out, and they generally liked each other. Those girlfriends tended to be more stable, easier going, easy to get along with, loyal. You could trust them, and plus their their body counts were low, and they liked connection and relationships, and they wouldn't sleep around, and they wouldn't give it up unless it really looked like they were going to get serious with that particular guy. And, you know, they were just much better to get along with versus women that came from, you know, messed up backgrounds. They tended to have more drama. They were difficult to get along with. They would stonewall you and not want to communicate. And it's just things, you know, because life's tough enough. But if you got a woman that's in a shitty mood or whatever all the time, and it's just... You can be funny and playful all you want, but after a while, this shit wears you out, and you just don't want to deal with it. You want to deal with somebody that's usually pretty. You come home, and it's like, oh, hey, babe, how was your day? And you're glad to see each other. Yeah. What person? <clears throat> what percentage of guys do you think go out and are looking for a wife or a partner as opposed to somebody to just take home and have sex with? Because... As women, we don't always know what that percentage is. Am I going out to meet my husband, or am I going out to meet some guy I'm going to have sex, casual sex with? 
So we we don't know what the uh, the pot are. what the pot looks like out here. Like <clears throat> like you know what I'm saying? Like I would love to know that all the men were in the club like that with that attitude, Corey. That's an amazing attitude. That's a mature attitude. But Gracie, when you go in a club, how many men are on that level? It also has to do with age too, because 19-year-olds aren't looking for like a husband. I mean, at least me and my friends. I'm, yeah, yeah, they're not looking for like a wife to wife up. They're just looking for, or most of them are looking a for hook a wife, up. a hookup, something. Right. And so, honestly, some girls too, a lot of girls too, are looking for a hookup. Just, well, they for just guys. Want that. When you're going to like a club and you're partying and drinking. Just to have fun. Yeah, like a little like one night stand, like a fun like just a release, a let it let it all go, party yeah. night. And one night stands aren't always like a bad, like terrible it doesn't have to dirty be shameful. thing. Like for me, I feel like it's a fun experience. Sometimes it's not, but sometimes you can look at it as, as oh, that was a fun little connection I made. Let's move on with our lives and always remember each other. Right. I feel like it's about like mindset and standpoint like everyone has their own <clears throat> different opinions of like what came out of the experience so true sorry. what are you what are you looking for yeah what are you looking for literally what I'm came just out thinking of, the of something funny that happened with me and a friend of mine it's like we had met these girls in a i don't know we were at a bar somewhere this is like close to 30 years ago and I remember, like, we all s stayed the night at my house, and then the next morning we left. And as the girl, you know, the girls were getting out, the one that I had hooked up with that night, he's like, "Thanks for the pussy." No, <laughs> she was getting on the turn. I was like, "You uh, dickhead!" You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, that's what makes women feel like they're not enough. <laughs> I literally. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. Hopefully, she took it lightly. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to persevere. <laughs> but my point is that there, yeah, imagine you're 20, 21, you're in a club, you're not looking for a wife, you're looking to hook up. And now, when I was younger, I was always, I still had the, I had the one-itis family, the one perfect, or fantasy, you, you the one perfect You were looking for a girl. wife at 20, Not though. a wife, but just like a soul connection. Then eventually, we would settle down and live happily ever after. But I wasn't thinking of getting married early. I figured we, we'd date for a few years, have a great relationship, then we'd get married and have kids and a big house, and we'd be rich and successful and have an awesome life, awesome, you know, family, the whole, whole nine yards, cool friends. Boats, the toys, the yeah, whole nine yeah, yards. like the American dream. Yeah, well, I was, you know, I believe that most people want a connection, a genuine connection. But the I reality is, it ha people you're going to connect with, personal, professional life, just friends in general, good ones just bear. They just almost never come along. And so, because if cool people came along every day, or just beautiful women, you could literally a new woman would come along every day that you fall in love with, have an amazing love story for 24 hours or a week or two, and then you never see him again. Yeah. You wouldn't appreciate it. But when somebody comes along, they genuinely connect with, and it's effortless, and you just it feels so much different than yeah. anything else you've had, and you love hanging out and you want to stay together. And after months and years, it's still amazing. That's rare. 
It's rare. Yeah. But most people don't have the patience to hold out for that. They settle. A lot of women marry guys that they don't, they're not even in love with just because they're lonely they're or they don't have kids. They're marrying the lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. And the guys have no idea that it's happening because they Uh, can't even tell. Yeah. Another thing I want to bring up, which is just like a talking point. There's no right answer. But the girls with the daddy issues and the ones who mess up the relationships or end up cheating, like how how are they going to find – like what's their happy ending? Yeah, what's the end game? Yeah, like they – if all they do is mess up all these relationships, is that like their whole story? Like it's kind of sad. Like how how like just having a bad home life can change the course of your entire relationship life. Well, it affects everything. The the trauma that you inherit from your parents. You it literally gets locked into your your physiology. Your spinal patterns literally exhibit that, and that becomes your whole reality filter and so you spend a lot of years trying to overcome the childhood trauma and so for people that came from the messed up homes it's like they have to recognize that you know you got to participate in your own rescue you got to recognize that shit's fucked up and you got to do something about it whether it's self-help or therapy or journaling or exercising or reading books or you got to do something to get to a place where you can get your your mindset right and learn to, especially like when it comes to your personal life, properly vet people. Because it's like I know growing up, it's like I didn't know anything about narcissists or people that had you know mental health issues or narcissistic personality disorder or, or BPD or any of these other, or how women that came from broken families, how it affected them and their dating life or come from backgrounds where there was a lot of cheating. It's like kids are going to emulate whatever they see the parents doing. And so it's just as this becoming a career, it's like in all the people I talk to all over the world, you see all these things. And you have to learn about them. You have to learn what's out there so you can vet. Because everybody, human beings, we make our decisions based on emotion. And then we use logic and reason to justify our decisions. It's like the video that I did the other day, the one-itis one, where the guy's like, I think she's the one. <laughs> And so he's he's riding his emotions, a very smart, very successful attorney, and he's getting carried away on his emotions, and he doesn't even recognize that the woman's just trying to get away from him, and she's just not interested, and he can't tell because he's he's convinced himself that you know it's meant to be, even though every time he tries to make a date, she pushes him away, no. and he buys the excuse that she tells it's him. It's that fantasy that everybody lives in in their head. You know, he wants to believe it so hard he's mm-hmm. ignoring all the red flags. And he if lies. you don't, if you don't believe you're worthy, then you stick around and stay interested in a woman who treats you that way because it feels normal to you. Whereas a guy who sees himself as a, a catch and a high value man, he's just like, ah, fuck it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll fuck her friend. I'll go get you another know? one, yeah. And he goes and he he just goes on to the next girl without thinking about it. Whereas the other guy might stay completely emotionally stuck on somebody that's not interested for a couple of years and meanwhile women are coming in and out of his life that are interested in him and he could date and sleep with and he can't see them because he's focused on the girl that's not interested because he's he believes without realizing it that he's not worthy so he stays interested in the the woman that doesn't reciprocate it because he doesn't feel worthy so his thoughts literally become his reality self-fulfilled prophecy yep
Well, I think that, like you always talk about, TV and movies really do ruin our idea of reality in relationships. You know, the Prince Charming bullshit and the white picket fence bullshit. That's why I like euphoria. Is it ruins it's, us. It's so real. And, like, it's a... This it's a new TV show series. It's so good. So it's good. modern day. Tay. Oh yeah, and it it shows you like the reality of life and like the reality of dating. Yeah, that's better. And the last season ended on like a terrible breakup, heartbreak, like horrible. And that's real life. And it is real life. And that's they need to make more shows yeah. and movies like that, Based and not on like reality. The Notebook, which is an awesome story. But <laughs> the Notebook. Like, what are the chances of that actually <laughs> happening? It's fiction. It's not real. Canoeing through a pond of <laughs> swans. They like, didn't stay oh. together. The actors dated for a few years. Oh, they, they never stay together. together. So did um, Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> they dated too. So many high school musical references. High school musical is not reality. <laughs>